Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 3. Minute three. Our killer gets around. Hey everyone, it's Dan. When the last minute ended, the cops were at Susie's house because the killer, well, we assume he's the killer. I mean, he it seems to be kind of a crazy guy and he's peering in. Maybe he's just a peeper at this moment, I guess. Peeped into Susie's second story window and then ran when she screamed. Although, how he did that, we haven't been able to fully figure out and there were some crazy guys in a, a, a wonderful vehicle and and yelling and going up on curbs and we're having fun and maybe we're on video now i uh we're the credits that we're about to watch are certainly on video so let's hop in i think just a nightmare uh will continue playing throughout a bunch of this um bunch of this minute as the credits go so let's enjoy minute three of the last slumber party <laughs> Uh, in fact, the body that we used was found in an alley by one of your fellow students. Now, if we hadn't used it, who knows what would have happened to it? Well, business aside, socially, it's also been a good year. We had some memorable events here. I know it upset some of you. Heard you're dealing with Chris, More like dealing on Chris. <laughs> Check it out, she ain't wearing a bra again. Whatever street Susie lives on, she lives at 4608, so you can go visit her. It's somewhere in Louisiana. We'll talk about that more later. But this one, yeah, this goes from uh, about two and a half minutes in. It, it fades and dissolves from the sort of horror portion to that bing, 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 let's go out tonight. Let's go out tonight. And it's like there's, um, I don't fully understand the musical cues in this movie. That um, seems very extreme to me. Playing two and a half minutes of, um, First Strike's Just a Nightmare, and then doing that. Mm. Now, I'm sorry, just had a little sip of water there, folks. Well, I can't have water when I'm recording a podcast. I think that's part of the fun. We get relaxed, you know, we hang out. It's fun. So, yeah, the the first half a minute is basically, you see a, a, a credit, what is it, director of photography. I've got it right here. I should have it. Director of photography. Uh, I, I'm, I'm imagining it's Jorge Cardona. Uh, it's G-O-R-G-E-S. I can't imagine it's George's. I can't imagine. George's, come here. We have a dog named George, and his name is not George's. So I'm imagining it's Jorge Cardona. Uh, and then you see The Last Slumber Party, and they're, they're video-created um, credits. And the joy of it is the only credits in this movie. Well, we had the B&S Productions Steven Tyler thing earlier, but the only credits at this moment... 
as, as of this point, we might get some more, uh, are the director of photography and the executive producer of The Last Slumber Party. And we get a decent dissolve from the just a nightmare of the, the cop car lights spinning and spinning dissolved to a goofy looking nerd. We've had trouble with nerds, haven't we? Uh, uh, standing in front of a skeleton, like a, like a, like a, uh, you know, like a Return of Living Dead. They need one skeleton, you know, laboratory skeleton kind of thing. Um, uh, just poking at its its neck, like its spinal cord, with a scalpel. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's meant to make us think that this guy is uh, a crazy killer. I, I don't think that. Um, or do I? I don't know. But, um, so you see that, and suddenly we're in a classroom. I want to... Yeah, I'm doing a podcast, and I brought snacks. Huh? Now, mm, I know, if you know where that reference is from, uh, forgive me, but uh, I, I couldn't resist. I wanted to have a little something to munch on while I was talking about this one. So... The second half of, of the minute, we see our three guys who are in that the vehicle, um, who who threw uh, who who went up on the curb and yelled "Susie!" and those are the hosers you hear at the end, more like dealing on Chris. She ain't wearing a bra again, and and then at the at very end of the minute, you see the red hair and you see the brief profile of our final girl. But it cuts away. Well, it doesn't cut away. The minute ends before we can really get into it. And you see another one of our gals, so we can discuss everyone as we get to know them more. Yeah, but you see briefly these three douches sort of sitting off to one side, and they're having a really loud conversation with their with their professor, uh, oh, professor, or the teacher talking. And I love the teachers. Well, we used a body one of the students found in the alley. It would have just. I, I forget what he says. Like. It would have just gone to waste or whatever if we hadn't used it. And and I like, too, how he says we had – one of the things – if you listen – this is an interesting movie because if you just do the audio – and I'm sorry I'm giving it to you in 71 one-minute chunks. But if you just do the audio continuously, put it in your ears, listen to the audio, it's such – weird audio i mean it's it's incredibly i mean you know it's it's like they talk about like dark side of the moon and alan parsons engineering that just doing this incredible job and you pop into headphones and you listen to dark side of the moon and so you take it to another world you know and you just you get the, the best musical experiences the best uh, sound mixes on movies or tv shows or whatever you know or, or radio shows you just get you get immersed but imagine a mix where almost everything is wrong and all the sounds are off and and things don't make sense. So like right at the end there, you 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 get like this. Let's go out tonight. Boogie. Did they say let's go out and boogie? I don't know. Um, and then behind that you get. I know some of this uh, upset a few of you or whatever it is he says. But then you get the three guys talking on top of that, and it's just like it's like the it's like a wall of sound, but it's not like um to do run 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 to do run run. It's it's like a wall of sound that's that's trying to kick you in your crotch, you know, and you keep like whoa hey you missed whoa hey you missed, but they're not gonna miss forever. Eventually they will get you in there, and it might hurt. Um, uh oh yeah 
Um, so, uh, we're getting kicked in the crotch. You know, I made myself some nachos. I completely... Um, here's the thing. When I was circa 88-ish, one of the things I would always do is I would make myself either elaborate bowls of ice cream or elaborate plates of nachos. No, when we have tortilla chips, Tostitos. You remember those? I, tangent, Mark Kawati. Hi, Mark. He's not listening. I hope you are, Mark. Maybe one. Maybe Damon, Leela, or, or Sheila, um, uh, your, your siblings, or Gus or Donna, your parents. I hope they're well. Um, he was my best friend. Um, uh, he was my first best friend. And he... There was a time, oh God, there was a time, 1981, 82, where the uh, Tostito man came by. And this is where we were first discovering the magic and the wonders, the tasty magical wonders of uh, Mexican food in Western New York State. And... My my mom, I think, have been making like tacos and stuff since um, I, as long as I she had been. Oh yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, because when I was a baby, almost all the pictures of me as a baby have vanished. Uh, like my first five ten years of life have vanished, but there are several pictures of me with uh, uh, for whatever reason. I've never actually asked my mom. My mom and my dad went down to Texas, right near the border. And they were there for, I don't know, a month, two months, three months, six months. I don't know how long they were there. Um, but they were there and they just hung out and they traveled around. And we went into Mexico when I was a baby and we came back. And and my mom always loved sopapillas. And she would always go to restaurants. Whenever we go to a Mexican restaurant, she said, you have sopapillas. And if they knew what she was talking about, but they didn't have them, we would eat there. If they didn't know what she was talking about, We'd go somewhere else, but um, oh, this I'm sorry for the tangent, folks. But uh, the the Tostito guy, he was the guy who brought because we had Doritos and potato chips, but Tostitos were the tortilla chips. And what happened was a guy went through our neighborhood one day during the middle of the summer and he put sample bags of tortillas, tostitas, uh, little chips bags on everyone's doorknobs. And I had some, it was like, these are brilliant. And Mark came over and said, these are great. And we said, and we said, I think you put them on all the doorways in the neighborhood. Yep. And we went up and down the street. And we stole everyone Tostitos bags, and we 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 basically sat. He he lived in a much bigger house than me, and we basically like sat in a corner of his house, and we just like ate like twenty bags of these little Tostita chips. We didn't realize you should put something on them, or you you should add something to them. We just ate them because we liked them. Now that doesn't have anything to do with what's happening here, but let's go out tonight. So yeah, we get we get this weird sound editing here, where he says, you know, some of your students found this body in an alley, and I um it would have just gone to waste or whatever the heck it is he says I I forgotten it now, and then he says, but we had some memorable events, but then it cuts to the guys, and then but then it kind of well actually what it does is we had some memorable events, and it's funny because there's a gal in the foreground who's just like reading a magazine. 
but we had some memorable events and then you get this weird kind of shot where it swoops over several gals kind of vaguely and he says i know some of you were upset by that and then it cuts to the guys and they're talking louder than the teacher who's talking about halloween or something but i love the fact that he talks about the body in the alley that the students found that he says we had some memorable events but then he goes back to the body and it's just it's just like it's like they've done a William Burroughs they've like they've recorded like a minute of this guy talking thrown the tape up in the air and just re-edited sentences wherever it's fun it's fun so yeah it, it ends with you see these three chooches at this this thing and yeah so the the killer I guess is out there I, I'm imagining this is the next day and um uh and the last slumber party is probably going to be this evening. But yeah, so we see briefly gals who are our main gals, and we see guys who are main guys, and we see that weirdo poking the poking the skeleton or poking the the the, the not yeah the skeleton with with a with a scalpel. And uh, do 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 do